Hello and welcome to the Long and Windy Road. Our special guest for today is Oge, a fashion designer, fashion stylist, and a pattern maker. As we dive into our conversation today, I am super excited for you to hear about her long and windy road story, as well as I'm excited to see the dress that she's going to be putting together for my Nigerian traditional wedding. But before we get into that conversation, as always, do not forget to connect with me at Fearless and Empowered on Instagram, as well as rate, review, and leave us any feedback right here on Apple Podcast. We're so excited today, guys. I have a treat for you. I have one of my amazing friends, Oge, right here, and she's going to be giving us, um, you know, some knowledge. She's going to be sharing her story with us, and I just can't wait to dive right in. So thank you so much, Oge, for coming on board on the Long and Windy Road podcast. How are you doing today, though? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. I'm I'm so excited, though. I just wanted to find out a little bit more about you, yourself, and also what you do. Can you just give us a a little taster right there before we dive right into the rest of the questions? So, what is your problem? So, my name is Oge Ajibe, but people know me more with OG because they can't get pronounced the full name. Pray to God and do it on my own instead of telling anyone. Anybody. So I left 
um, the university where I was studying and went to a college to study fashion design without telling anyone. <laughs> You're brave. You are brave. Yeah. Yeah. I saved up. I saved up a little bit of money. It was a private school, so they were not like as strict as government school that was like you have to pay everything before mm-hmm. you start. So that was like my saving grace. Yeah. So I just paid some registration fee and put down some down payment, and your girl switched from this school <laughs> to this other school. Um, as the semester was running off, they were like, yo, you have to finish paying your many school fees. Uh-huh. That was when they then sent my dad oh. the, um, the school fees to pay. And his son is like, what can you do at that point? Yeah. yeah I just have to tell him I can't go back to the other school because <laughs> I wasn't paying. What <laughs> so a smart strategy. No oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I am taking notes. You know, I'm taking notes right there and I'm sure I'm not going to be the only one doing this sort of <laughs> twist and turn. Yes, I had no doubt and I just have to like take it from there and agree with me that this is actually what I want to do. Like, yeah. And that's how I got into fashion school without anybody like because I already had enough doubts. Mm-hmm. Like I was already with enough doubt mm-hmm. that I wasn't in the state of mind of taking doubts from any other person. Yeah. Or any any discussion, any topic, mm-hmm. or anything from I was like, you know what, I'm just going to deal with my own doubt. Yeah. Where about I'm going to take this action? Yeah. So yeah, that's how I switched to fashion and that's why I'm here. Wow. I'm and happy uh, I made that decision. But that's amazing. You spoke about doubt. I just wanted to sort of touch base on that because a lot of us always have that whether we're starting our own business or we're studying or we're doing anything to do with our passion, right? For you, what were what was those doubt? Like what was the, the the one thing that you were worried about? Was it because you were studying a new profession and you weren't sure what the outcome would look like in the future? Like how that how far that would get you? Like what sort of doubts were you experiencing at that point? Yeah, um, at that stage, actually, that was my main doubt. Like, um, like the fact I couldn't see the future. Yeah. If I, if I, okay, for like, example, if you go to um, school to study medicine, mm-hmm. everybody may go to end up as a doctor, yeah. as a doctor's assistant. If yeah. you study nursing, mm-hmm. but if you go to study fashion design, if you're from Nigeria or if you're from Africa, all we know is teller. They just have one really? tiny shop down the street. <laughs> <laughs> so there was no future. <laughs> so they're already looking at me and you're thinking, oh my God, that's going to be my tiny shop when I return back home. My ass is done with. Oh my yeah. goodness. Okay. So the fear of not knowing the future always, yeah. like, that was what kept me so down <laughs> at that period. Yeah. I told myself, this is actually a step I have to take, even though I wasn't seeing any future. Wow. Like, I wasn't, because I knew I was not going to have a tiny store somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I don't know what the future holds for me. I don't know what God holds for me, but I'm actually going to go for it. That's so right. I was the doubt. The big doubt I had was not knowing what it's going to look like. Me. Yeah. Yeah, so that was one of the doubts I had at that stage. (laughs) But I am impressed, though. I must say, looking from the amount of time that we've gotten to know each other, you know, it's just like I have seen you create so much stuff, so much so much for so many people and they they love it your fashion is amazing so i for one i'm very grateful that you pushed through and you pushed through your doubts and you pushed through the uncertainty to get you to this point because that's truly an inspiring story especially for people who are coming from nigeria or moving away from home or trying to venture out and do something out of their own you know or their own family comfort zone you know perhaps so that's really good so that's basically your long and windy road story that you got you know you studied the fashion and then you ended up opening your business fashion voice so tell us a little bit more about what you do on that on that front okay um i would just let me just make the story short 
Okay, when I started, um, I went to fashion school. Mm-hmm. After a few months of the fashion school, God, I got hired. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, so what's next? <laughs> like, I'm that type of person. Yeah. And after like a few months, I was like, I can't just wait to graduate from school because uh-huh. my teachers kept on telling me you have to go work for someone when you're working for someone. And that was not like, yeah, you don't have to work for someone, but mm-hmm. like, you don't have to keep singing it to me every day. <laughs> So after a few after a few semesters of school, like two semesters, kind of got tired. I wasn't tired of fashion school. Yeah. But I was like, there must be something more than the what my teachers keep thinking to yeah. me. Yeah. And after two months, I started a blog, a fashion blog, where mm-hmm. I just dress myself, mm-hmm. put clothes on the floor, and just take pictures, talk about the clothes and how to style a particular outfit. Mm-hmm. So after that, that that was growing to the blog. Mm-hmm. And um after that I kind of went into fashion styling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with uh, models and um, people, friends. Mm-hmm. But I did more with models. I kind of helped photography students graduating from school yeah. to make their portfolio. Yeah. So that was like how it kind of started for me for my styling. Yeah. So from then, for me, in every stage I get to, I kind of know the point where I have to move to another level. Mm-hmm. That's Amazing. I didn't just go to fashion school and graduate. I <laughs> went to fashion school. I started a blog. I started yeah. styling service. After this, the styling service was still growing, but it wasn't producing much. Like, there was not enough money coming from there. It was more of like collaborations and stuff. And mm-hmm. I didn't have to move into, after I finished taking sewing classes, I was like, I have a skill that I've learned from fashion school, which is to sew. Yeah. So that's how I then moved into the fashion that you, the fashion boys that you see now. That's so fashion amazing. boys was actually better during my blog, mm-hmm. blogging with. Mm-hmm. Because that was my blog name. Yeah. So, so right now, I kind of, I sell custom-made clothing, mm-hmm. um, wedding dresses, reception wedding dresses, prom mm-hmm. dresses, events dresses, more like location dresses. Yeah. And also, I have clients who just want to have nice dresses in their wardrobe. I'm like, yeah, yeah your girl is here for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yes. so my job is more of like making people look beautiful. Yeah. No, that's amazing, though. And guys, trust me, she does an amazing, amazing work <laughs> because... My girl even did some, you know, just to piggyback a little bit more with her stylish, you know, talent. You even got featured in Vogue at one point last year. So how incredible was that? Tell us, what were you feeling when you find, like, when you got that recognition? What was going through your mind at that point? Especially thinking about how you started and those doubts that you were thinking, you know, like you were going through. And then you see that one morning and you're like... Okay, okay. So I've actually been styling for a while. Let me see, like three or four years till last year. Yeah. And I've submitted so many applications, some of my work um, online. Mm-hmm. But it feels like no one is seeing it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. But all of a sudden, I'm like, I just I just got to work with a photographer that I met online. You have never seen me before. Mm. He just saw my work and reached out to me. Yeah. So that's how I kind of did a collaboration with him. And I styled one of his models. And after like, we did like so many styling on that day, and after like two weeks or three weeks, every morning I kept on waking up to one of my works on Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> like a week straight. I'm like, what is going on? I was surprised. Like, I was like, I'm like what is going on? Like, I uh-huh. actually knew what was going on. Yeah. And that was like the least stressful um, styling work I ever did. That's incredible. I showed up for styling. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It was not like, it was not like, like a massive clothes I made. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so effortless. It was effortless. And, and the reward was so much sweeter. 
That's I cannot talk to a whole week every Monday seeing my work on Google. Congratulations. I'm like, okay, what is going on? Of course, okay. congratulations. That's incredible. Literally, not a lot of people, because you can hear it anywhere. Like, a lot of people do grind, and they are working so hard, and it takes a few years, and you hear it all the time. Just keep putting in the, the hours and putting in the time, and it would come, and it would come. It's nice for you to actually, like, get to feel that, so early on in your career but at the same time all that hard work that you've been doing for this past few yeah. years finally you know being recognized from a prestige place and people seeing that work and, and taking it beyond that platform and saying taking yeah. it beyond their own office space and saying hey this girl's really good let me give her a shout out here and people reaching out that's literally the true meaning of people supporting each other but i'm i'm, I'm excited for you so on that note honestly congratulations and guys <laughs> i said that because i was like now this is my opportunity to kind of get you to make me my you know my beautiful nigerian edo bride dress because guys yes. she's gonna be very booked <laughs> and busy very soon so i'm making sure that i get my order to end before I have to wait a year you know to get my girl to find me a spot in her schedule because she's going all the way up guys she's going all the way up but I want to I want to you know to find out a little bit more about again what was what was going through your mind when you threw your first fashion voice um fashion show because that's a beautiful story in itself so what was that experience like um which is an amazing experience. Like, if there is any other word that can use to describe <laughs> the experience, like, when, when the show finished and I had to go up there to handle the mic, that was when it came on me that this actually happened. Like, yeah. it actually happened. So wow. it was more of, like, me seeing my whole dreams. It was more of, like, you've been dreaming for years. And mm-hmm. for the first time, you're actually expressing your dream, like, literally right in front of you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but but trust me, I didn't feel that we're planning the show. Yeah. That was not the feeling planning okay. <laughs> Planning the show, that was not the feeling. It was so much, it was so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so many times I gave up, so many times I'm like, I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing with we business owners, uh, you just have to have a strong heart. Yes. You are definitely going to give up. Yes. Like, it's definitely going to happen. But you should also learn how to give up at the same time. After crying or weeping, or pity yourself, or mm-hmm. just learn how to stay calm back. Yes, and like, uplift yourself. Job is no, no matter how pissed I was, I don't know what to do. There's so many disappointments from models, photographers, um, DJs. So many disappointments I received. I was like, no, I'm no more doing this. After that, there's still like a whole crowd, congregation of people. people it's the same, yes. Yeah. Yes, but the show was like, incredible. Till now, <laughs> the show was amazing. Yes. yes. Yes, yeah, he I, was. I, can you, I'm still doubting if I was the one that did it. Oh yes, you, oh, yes, you. Oh, yes, you did. I can definitely <laughs> confirm to that. You did it. If there is any room for doubt, I can totally clarify <laughs> that. You did that, girl. Because yeah. I think that's literally, like, uh, uh, leading up to before we met anyway, because a few months uh, before that event show, that was when I connected with you on Instagram. Yes. Because I had yes. saw that you had put uh, a women empowerment uh, sort of event prior and I was like oh I wonder who this person is because I was looking into doing my own events which I then did later on that year for Be You Bravely and we reached out and we were talking and we had coffee and I was finding out about you and then you told me about it and you were like you should come on down and speak at the event and I was like well of course you know I don't think I've actually been in a crowd of like so many African people in such a long time 
why yeah, not? Why Hell not? Yeah. Yeah. So trust me, self-doubt aside, you nailed it, you killed it, and it was beautiful. It was just an amazing fashion show. And I'm so excited because there were many people, many talents, and many of your outfits that were just, ooh, they were beautiful. Like I said, <laughs> that's why I'm getting my time in right now. But I wanted to also just find out, what did that experience itself teach you? Because I know that you are building on that to amplify your next fashion show that you're putting again this September. Granted that, you know, what our current environmental issue is going through is over. How has, did that experience amplify your heart or your ability to now say you want to do it again? Um, um, okay. Uh, in so many ways. I'm just trying to figure out the place to start. Oh, start anywhere. Like, in, in so many ways. Like, there was something I had, a kind of someone I met, I had it from the podcast or something this year, where someone said, no, I read it from, um, I read it from Instagram, where someone said, you don't actually know the lessons you have learned from something to where you start telling someone about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a friend this early this year, he's a fashion designer, he's in, in a different country. Yeah. So he reached out to me, oh girl, you did your fashion show last year, can you please let me know, or can I kind of pick your brain? Let me know about the mistakes you made and how you think you can correct them. Mm-hmm. And it was really not just for me, for him, for himself. So he yeah. doesn't make this is, that's going to be his first fashion show. And mm-hmm. I was writing down, girl, I was writing down a full list. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow! It's like challenging like, double all your efforts and everything that brought together this amazing show. The behind the scenes stress. <laughs> yeah, everything. And I was like, oh my god, this is actually for me. I'm not writing this for him. I'm mm-hmm. writing this for this. So, yeah. So going back, I learned a lot from the show. I, I learned how to be patient. That's amazing. I learned how to be, how to take advantage of every opportunity you mm-hmm. have. I learned how to network. Yeah. I learned the, I learned the importance of teamwork. Oh yes. Oh yes. I learned <laughs> the importance of teamwork. I, I'm, I was that girl who would do everything. Yes. It's not like I, I don't want people <laughs> helping me. Uh-huh. I don't. But if I kind of ask help from someone and they're like, uh, I'm like, this is fine. It's fine. I got it. I got it. Oh my God. I'm the same. <laughs> it's like, what did it, I can do this anyway. Like, what was I even thinking about asking that? Which is, I'll find time. I'll do it. But yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it's not hard for me to ask. I'll ask you. But if I just see that one, that, that's, that's just that's hesitation. Thing. Yeah. That's like, that's fine. So that's me. Like, I actually don't ask anymore. So, but beginning of the show, I was like, if I want this thing to be actually big, mm-hmm. I'll have to reach out to people. I have to learn people's management. So yeah. the show kind of started teaching me on people's personality, mm-hmm. which if you're going to own your own business, people's management is something you have to know about. Yes. But if you don't ever have a team you do it, you have clients you have to deal with. Yeah. And talk about that because of the business I am in. Yeah. Um, so, so important. Like, yeah. The show taught me so many planning. The show taught me how to work with people, mm-hmm. how to be patient, how to work with team, how to network, the importance of keeping relationships and friendship in your life, mm-hmm. the importance of keeping some. I had people that I've not spoken to in years. It's where the photographer and the videographers have worked for. Mm-hmm. When I was doing my styling job, like yes. thinking about when I was doing the styling job, yes. the photographers on that day, they showed up for me like, I'm like, I've never been in contact with them for like two years. But yeah. that's because I worked with them years back. And they saw that I'm doing it. And like, oh, let, let's come and support her. Amazing. So yeah, like, it taught me so many things. Yeah. No, that's incredible, though. Are you looking forward to your next event? 
with the grace of God, with the grace of God, we would definitely get there because I, for one, know I want to be, you know, chiming and cheering you on and yes. trying to see what the latest fashion is going to be like, because I know it's going to be <laughs> incredible. I know currently you're not self-isolating in the sense that you are still, um, your job is still needed. So you're still going out there to help people. But what have you been using as a coping mechanism for what's going on in our world right now for when you are not in work and still at home and, you know, practicing the personal safety? What's the one or two helpful tips that you've taken on board to help you manage what's going on in the world and just make it a little bit more positive and keep your motivation up? What can you, what sort of advice would one you give us? One of them I would say is prayer. Mm-hmm. And number two is keeping the hope alive. Yes. Um, I'm actually not going to lie. When this hit so hard, it, it kind of brought me down. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Because I already have like, not all my year planned out, but I already have my business planned out as mm-hmm. I was introducing some new sewing classes and mm-hmm. some Thomas sewing classes. Yeah. It's like different community, community in Surrey, community like, literally all the, all the, um, Cities will have here in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So I'm reaching out to their community to like offer sewing classes. Like so many other things I've already planned out for this summer and yeah. this happening. Like, oh, <laughs> what is going to happen now? Yeah. But it's okay for we business owners or anyone who's planning to start anything this period to feel that way. Mm. But what is not okay is for you to stop doing nothing. You yes. still have to keep doing something. Absolutely. I was speaking to a friend last week. She said, if this thing ends, things are going to move fast. Yes. And for those who are not getting prepared at this period, they're going to be left behind. Yes, because you'll be trying to rustle up to catch up to whatever is going on with the times. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, walking, it feels like nothing is moving. Yeah. So walking on your own self right now, walking on your business, doing a lot of behind the scenes work so that way nothing is left, you know, um, in the crack or, you know, left behind for when the gates open and it's like runtime, everybody's ready to, to get going. Yeah, like a quick example, example, someone that's looking to launch a course, Mm -hmm. this is the time you should be doing your guideline for your courses. Mm -hmm. This is the time you should be doing your research. Have you been looking? Have you been talking to someone I know already? Because you're speaking, you're speaking directly to me here. You know, have you been talking? Have you been talking to someone (laughs) that I know? Okay, just I'm just making sure. I was trying to say you advise our listeners, but here you are trying to remind me of something I've been trying to do. But okay, check me. Everyone on social media feels like everybody's home, nobody's doing anything. Uh-huh. But this is the period to get onto um because I have a podcast too. Yeah. And um, I do my podcast and I'm looking to move it into YouTube. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of get the whole audience. I'm actually working on that now that everyone's gonna come, but Good. it's doing more. Yeah. I'm just like Batch recording videos and mm-hmm. then I can start putting them. I can have like three videos, yeah, um, three videos out. Yeah, so this is a thing we have to start taking those tiny, tiny steps mm-hmm. that no one is like oh, watching, no one see what is happening. Yeah, so when the, the time, like when everyone keeps running and like this start getting. Mm-hmm. You are then you'll be yeah you'll be comfortable just rolling your things out one by one with ease yes. and not a lot of like anxiety and pressure from that point yeah. but let's yeah. just touch base a little bit more on your podcast because guys this girl do wait she does a lot you know she does a lot <laughs> just like me and that's why i love her i love her energy i love her buzz and i love her authenticity and she's a hundred percent you know just always so straight to the point 
your podcast. Tell us how did you, what made you start that, and how are you using it to help people at the same time? Um, to make the long story short, when I started a few years ago, which was my fashion business, um, there was no one to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I made all the mistake you can ever imagine a fashion designer would make. That's growing. <laughs> there was no one to ask. Yeah. My best friend was YouTube and Google. <laughs> my best. I ran to them like the way I was running to God. Yes. Every time. Every morning, Get all your sources. Yes. They are my closest. So mm-hmm. um, I'm like, if if I knew what I went through or how many times I decided to give up. Mm-hmm. So that's why I decided to start this podcast, um, which is Voice for You, mm-hmm. talking about how to um, how to help people. Mm-hmm. The podcast is mainly for startups, people mm-hmm. that who are still looking, who are still thinking of the idea. Yeah, because that's, I noticed that's a market space that is missing. Mm-hmm. Most people are teaching how to make the money. Yes. Most people are teaching how to do this, but no one is teaching people how to start. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that is actually what my podcast is about. More yeah. of like encouraging words, giving people like informations on how yes. to start. Yes. It's just basically more of like how to start on your dreams. Mm-hmm. Some people call it vision, some people call it dreams, some people call it business ideas, mm-hmm. some people call it creative ideas. Yeah. So the podcast is more of like teaching and helping people to start up on any idea they, that have. they have. No, that's yeah, amazing. That's, that's amazing because it's good. Like you said, you saw the gap in there and I truly believe that it would help a lot of people because there is a gap. Not a lot of people know how to start a business from from the ground or from anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. there are sources where a lot of them always require you to pay from the get-go and a lot of people coming from a low income or not having that sort of uh, you know resources to start, it's a good place to kind of actually get the, the basics but from a... Uh, a chilled perspective and just hearing someone else's, you know, narrate the, their own journey of how they have started and got to where they are. It makes it so much easier and it put them at ease too, to say, okay, you know what? I can also do this. So that's truly good. And we'll be sharing Oge's podcast on this podcast description. So don't you guys leave without clicking and checking and also subscribing because you know how much I love when you support our followers. But before we go, can you just sort of give us a few um, encouraging words for any other young woman, uh, a black woman or any woman, wherever you're from, that wants to sort of start a business who are moving from um, a different country to start from, you know, to go to a different country to, to start a good life. What sort of advice would you give them to, to encourage them? Um, for I will say what have helped me, which is um, three things. The first one is keep the vision alive. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been, uh, people have disappointed me. I've also disappointed people. A lot of business plans have not gone through. Yeah. Um, a lot of things I've, I've planned didn't go well. Yeah. A lot of business have failed. I've invested the money and I never saw the money. So, but like something that kept me going is vision. Keep the vision alive. Mm-hmm. And the second one is, um, second one is prayer. Mm-hmm. Prayer. Prayer, Praise prayer. the way. <laughs> we were like, born and raised in the Bible. That's why. Yeah, there is hope in God. Like yes. the fact that in your head someone is carrying your problems for you. It's, it's, <laughs> it's reassuring. It's, it's like, you know, I'll just give you for this person and yes. then to move on to the, the next thing. That's, yeah. one, that's how I see prayer. And the third one is consistency. Mm-hmm. Keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Even if nobody looks like they're caring. That's good. That's a good reminder for me. Just sure. like, that's really, really good. Keep showing up. Keep showing up. Even when you don't know what you're doing, keep, keep showing, showing up. up. <laughs> you heard it, guys. 
where you know what you're doing. That's yes. it. Oh my goodness. But before I let you go, tell us where can we find you and where can we support you? Is it on social media, on LinkedIn, or you know, Instagram, Facebook, webpage? Where can we where can we find you? Okay, I will direct everything to my main Instagram page, which is Oge um Ajibe, which is O G E. A-J-I-B-E, that's my Instagram. So if you go there, you will see my podcast, you see my business website. My website, my fashion website is fashionvoice.co. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go there, you see everything about my business. So it's just my Instagram and my website. Amazing. So you will be able to connect with me on there. My email and every other thing is on there. That you need. Awesome. And don't worry, guys, as usual, we would have this in the description. So you can just click those links directly and find my girl and go support and follow her and show her some love. But thank you so much, okay, for taking the time out. Honestly, I love your energy. I love your buzz. And I cannot wait for this uh, to be over so we can start measuring me. Hopefully, I don't put on extra pounds before that day comes. You know, because I'm trying to uh, make sure I keep that silhouette very much on flick after this because life continues. And uh, But thank you so much for being on this podcast with me today. I truly appreciate it. And I cannot wait to see what the future holds for you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. And guys, thank you for tuning in. This has been the Long and Windy Road Podcast. And until next time, have yourself a wonderful and wonderful day.